God, you are better than anything I could dream up or think up. You are wrecking and reconstructing my concept of good. Because your good is so much better than any other goodness I have ever known. You are just and also merciful, full of both grace and truth. You are holy, and yet you are humble, unchanging, and still your mercies are new every morning. You are firm and trustworthy, reliable and dependable. But still you are patient and kind. You are unfathomably complex, but somehow trusting you is so simple. Because you are the structure I crave, but you're the freedom I crave too. You surround me, you take care of me, you keep me safe, but you also call me to mountaintops and open fields. You call me to walk and run, faster than comfort zones can keep up with. You call me to dance with joy in fields of grace. Even when the ground shakes under me, you are steady. Even when I quake and tremble, you are steady, and you are steadfast. And the longer I look at you, the more everything else fades to background noise. All the things that I have known that were less than good seem unimportant because your goodness has all my attention and all my heart. Welcome to the In Rest Podcast with Noah James Weeb. I am your host, Noah. I have been a follower of Jesus for over 10 years. I live on the east coast of Canada with my wife, Brittany, and my four sons. And I hope that you enjoy joining me for the In Rest Podcast as we hear how to live the life God intended you to live. Thank you so much for joining me today on the In Rest Podcast as you hear how to live your best in rest in Christ. Let's get to it today we're talking about your best we're talking about your best in christ we're talking about how to live our best in jesus now today we're talking about your best the the very specific way that you express your wholehearted pursuit of god i just read from a book called in the field by grace uh ackerman she's an awesome poet uh artist a creative owner and CEO of Whimsical Fields, and a pretty awesome person. And if you are interested in some really awesome poetry to add into your devotions or into uh, anything that you're working on, whether it's a sermon or something else, I'd really recommend you check it out on, I think it's on Amazon, but I'm not sure, In the Field, a collection of poetry by Grace. Um, I'll put a link in the description somehow if I can. Uh, at the very least, I'll put the Instagram in there for you so you can take a look at that. I just read from a poem uh, in uh, her book, In the Fields, in the field under the dawn section. Um, why did I do that? Well, because it emphasizes uh, our look at God who gives his best to us, who then encourages us to give our best to him it's not that we give our best so that he'll give us his best he's already done all the work he's already laid the groundwork he's already done all the heavy lifting jesus says take my yoke upon you and learn from me for i am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls in matthew chapter 11 verse 29 why does he say that because it's his yoke he's the one doing all the heavy lifting he's the one taking on the hard work. And even though, yes, we are going to be giving our hard work, he's already done 
the heavy lifting. He is doing the heavy lifting. He's showing us how to do it. But that showing us how to do it means that we're just like Jesus going to give our best to pursuing God and seeking first his kingdom, his righteousness, his interests in the world, and his desires for us, his people. Your best is really about what you need to do that is different from or different from and distinct from others that you can say I'm giving my best to God or that a guy can say you're giving your best to me sometimes our best doesn't necessarily look like preaching the gospel like Billy Graham did sometimes our best doesn't look like leading a civil rights movement like Martin Luther King Jr. did us doing um, a podcast <laughs> it doesn't necessarily mean we're doing our best or your best but it does mean that for me if I'm going to be doing my best that means I'm going to be recording a podcast that means I'm going to be uh, serving Jesus by preaching the gospel and talking to people about Jesus by leading a church that's who I am my best means doing a, a, as much as I possibly can to lead steward encourage disciple empower my sons my four boys as they grow up uh, through life my best looks like being a good husband um, but your best looks like something different your best looks like doing your absolute best to follow Jesus I'm going to talk about a little bit um, a story from John chapter 12 when Jesus is visited at Bethany when he's staying there in a house with his friends and someone comes to visit him. Let me show you the story. Now this is in the contemporary English version of the Bible. It's it's uh, so it's, so it might be, sound a little bit different than most translations, but bear, bear with me, okay? So six days before Passover, aka six days before Jesus is about to be crucified, Jesus went back to Bethany where he was he had raised Lazarus from death. Now in chapter 11, Jesus just raised Lazarus from the dead. A meal had been prepared for Jesus. Martha was doing the serving and Lazarus himself was there. Mary took a very expensive bottle of perfume and poured it on Jesus' feet. She wiped them with her hair and the sweet smell of the perfume filled the house. A disciple named Judas Iscariot was there. He was the one who was going to betray Jesus and he asked, why wasn't this perfume sold for 300 silver coins and the money given to the poor? Judas did not really care about the poor. He asked this because he cared. He carried the money bag and sometimes would steal from it himself. Jesus replied, Leave her alone. She has kept this perfume for the day of my burial. You will always have the poor with you, but you won't always have me. And other translations and this or other uh, versions of this story, Jesus actually says, this woman has done a beautiful thing for me. Um, Jesus defends this woman who is a prostitute who had, you know, now just according to everybody else in the room, had wasted very expensive perfume that could have been donated to the poor. Um, theoretically, pragmatically, practically speaking, yes, that's true. Um, but spiritually speaking and very truly, Jesus is being treated appropriately by this woman. She's giving her best. This perfume is her livelihood. I mean, as a prostitute, you know, going through her career, building her career, it's important to smell good. It's important to, you know, uh, to be appealing to other people, to be attractive, right? And yet she's, first of all, this is an act of repentance. This is an act of offering. This is an act of worship. You know, Jesus is being worshiped right now. And this person is offering what is valuable to her. And what is valuable practically just in the in the culture at the time. And so this woman, Mary specifically, 
she takes this very expensive bottle and pours it at Jesus' feet. This is probably the same Mary who is sitting at Jesus' feet to listen to his teaching. This is the same Mary who was at the tomb of Lazarus, weeping and crying, where Jesus was moved um, and indignant at, at, the, at the sight of this death um, uh, that his friends are experiencing. And he he weeps with her. Like this is they have a close, intimate relationship. And in the context of this close, intimate relationship, Mary doesn't just kind of accept it as, oh, well, you know, Jesus already loves me, so I don't have to give my best. No, because Jesus loves me and because I love him, I'm going to give my absolute best, every the very most valuable thing that I have in my home, the very most valuable thing that I have to, to support me in life that I could sell for myself and make you know, and make a living for a couple weeks or a couple months. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to worship Jesus. I'm going to give everything I have to him. Um, how many of those moments have you had in your life where you feel that you've totally, completely devoted everything you have to Jesus because you are so in awe of who he is. You're so in awe of his glory and of his goodness and you love him. Um, your best in Christ means you're giving your absolute best to follow Jesus with all you have, with all you've got. So what does that look like for you? What is God encouraging you and challenging you to lay down for him? What is he asking you to offer him? Now, here's the thing. He might not be asking you, asking it of you at all. In fact, he is just content to give you his grace. And yet there's a natural, not a natural, but a very important and critical part of our response to God's goodness, which just like in the field, you know, we want to give our all to God, that it's a response of our own, that it's not, not something he's going to force us to do. You know, I was listening to a preacher the other day, yesterday, um, his name is Mo Diggs, uh, pastor of a church in America, and he was talking about how uh, the Holy Spirit isn't going to do it for us. He is going to coach us and lead us and guide us and empower us in our discipleship journey and in, in living our best. But um, the fact of the matter is, um, your best is your best offering of your life to Jesus Christ. And that might not look like expensive perfume that might look like you being wretchedly ill and still praying for your friends and family that might look look like you being extremely exhausted and yet doing your absolute best to connect with people as as much as you can in the time frame that's been given you and maybe at your work or uh, at uh, you know at a responsibility a family reunion or something else god encourages us and empowers us to give our best to him no matter what our life situation might look like and he's encouraging us and you to do the same today um my best as a teenager was my life future, my plans for the future. My best as a 27-year-old is me being the best husband and father that I can possibly be while being the best pastor that I can be. Recording this podcast is an expression of that as well. Um, being a good speaker, you know, all those things and, and communicating about Jesus when I get the chance. I know when I'm not living my best. When I'm sleeping in, like today, I slept in, for example, um, <laughs> confession time, I wasn't living my best in that way because I know better. I know that I can get up at a decent time and spend adequate time with the Lord. Um, five minutes doesn't cut it for me. Five minutes is absolutely appropriate for someone who just initially accepts Jesus or is very just, just very in the, the infant parts of their seeking God. Five minutes with Jesus in the morning is pretty awesome you know, for them. But for someone who's followed Jesus for a long time, who wants to get to know him in a different way, two and a half minutes of haphazard prayer is not going to cut it. How do you want to offer your best to Jesus? What's going on in your life right now that is tempting you not to, that you, that you can actually use not as a hurdle, but as an opportunity to cross over and give your best to Jesus Christ. I'm going to do a part two for this episode uh, for next week. So tune in for that. Um, we're going to talk about, you know, this, how do we how do we answer this specific calling on our life and how does that extend into us living our best in Jesus? But for now, uh, what would be the vision of your life living your best in Jesus every day? Denying yourself, taking up your cross daily and following Jesus, being an apprentice with him in the, in the journey of rest, boasting in the Lord, 
like Jeremiah says, you know, that he loves goodness and kindness and mercy. Like what are the ways that God wants to express more of his life in and through you? Not because he's forcing you to do it or even leading you to do it, but because you as a response to his goodness want to do it. What is something you want to do that you've hindered yourself from doing because of your lack of self-discipline? What's something that you've hindered yourself from doing because of your fear? Don't be afraid. He's with you and he will help you to give his, give your best. And in fact, defend you just like he defended Mary. But we have to take that step. We have to respond. So I'm encouraging you today and I'm praying for you today that you would respond to Jesus' goodness by giving your best to him. Tune in next week for part two of this episode where we are going to talk about um, more about what that might look like for your best. What's the vision for your life? But for now, this is in rest. Glad you're here. Jesus loves you. So do I. Check out the podcast. Rate the podcast. Um, If you're watching this on YouTube, well done for powering through the horrible uh, video quality. <laughs> um, but if you can, you know, consider it like a video call with a friend. Um, but I really look forward to connecting with you. If you want to connect with me over uh, direct message on Instagram, our Instagram page is inrest.insta. Check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash inrestpodcast and inrestliving.com is our new website. Check us out there too. Um, blog is going to be coming up there in the fall. So looking forward to that. Guys, thank you so much for joining me today for the Inrest Podcast. Talk soon. Jesus loves you. Bye. Here we go.